after four years of running the Leadership Accelerator, our new manager training program, I wanted to share four insights that I've learned over the course of the four years and things that I thought are either underestimated or unexpected that you might find interesting to learn about. We're going to talk about those four insights in this week's episode. Here's the question. How do you successfully transition into your first official leadership role, build the confidence and competence to lead your team successfully, and establish yourself as a respected and trusted leader across the organization? That's the question, and this show provides the answers. Welcome to the Manager Track Podcast. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw, and I'm on a mission to create workplaces where work is not seen as a source of stress and dread, but as a source of contribution, connection, and fulfillment. And this transition starts with developing a new generation of leaders who know how to lead so everyone wins and grows. In this show, you learn how to think, communicate, and act as the confident and competent leader you know you can be. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track Podcast. This is episode 155, and we're going to talk about the four insights I've learned from running a new manager training program. So over the last four years, we've iterated on, built out, and further optimized our new manager training program called the Leadership Accelerator. Now, this program is specifically designed for first-time managers who are either a month or two away from taking on their team or just got promoted and are brand new in their leadership role or may have already been leading for a year or two or maybe even three but are missing that fundamental leadership training and it's starting to show it's starting to get hard challenging difficult and they recognize there might be some gaps and it'd be helpful to take a deep dive into the leadership press practices and get some coaching develop uh, self-awareness around their personal leadership style and become more influential through the process so the managers who've gone through the leadership accelerator program typically fall within one of those categories. Now they join our program and meet a group of about four to six other new managers, typically from other companies. Sometimes we do those private cohorts specifically for a organization, but most often the ones we run on a regular basis. Those are made up by a group of new managers from different companies I've never met before, but over the course of 12 weeks, they build a pretty strong bond and common and shared leadership growth experience. Now, the thing that sets our program apart from the typical workshops or on-demand classes that are often given to new managers is that we take a fairly hands-on approach. That is also why our program lasts 12 weeks so that leaders going through this growth journey really feel like they have that ongoing support and personalized guidance that they get through the coaching and the training over the course of that three month period. Now, I want to talk less about what the program looks like and all of that. You can find more information in the show notes if you're curious and want to see if this is a good fit for you. But what I really want to share in this episode are four main insights that I've gathered over the last few years that we've been running this program. And they are applicable to you as well, no matter where you are on your learning journey. I think there's something for you to think about in terms of how you are uh, learning more and growing as a leader and what you could potentially do to just dial it up a notch to make sure that you're constantly challenging yourself. You might have heard me make references to weight training here on the podcast in the past. So sorry for coming back to that analogy, but it is very similar to going to the gym and lifting weights. If you keep lifting the same weights and keep doing the same thing over and over, the same exercise, the same weight, 
you're not growing any muscles. You're not getting any stronger. What you have to do is you have to increase the weight and you have to once in a while change up what you're doing, do different exercise, target those muscles from different angles. And that's what a leadership journey should look like as well. There should be new stimuli coming in once in a while. Maybe you read a new book, you start listening to a different podcast, you attend a workshop, you join a program, you hire a coach, but keep up the effort of investing in yourself and in your leadership skills And then just like we're not just changing the routine or the exercises at the gym, we're also lifting heavier. Think about what else you can do in order to increase your effectiveness one way or another. And depending on what's top of mind for you, you might have a few specific topics. Could be time management, could be giving feedback, could be navigating conflict, could be influencing or stakeholder management. What are those topics that are top of mind for you where you think, gosh, I just, I gotta dial this up a little bit. I gotta lean into it, even if it's uncomfortable or unfamiliar. And actually that brings me to something else. Our brains will prefer familiarity over effectiveness. So even though you might recognize doing it differently would help me be more effective, if you have a familiar path, your brain is giving you all kinds of reasons to do what's familiar not what is more effective. So just recognizing this in your patterns too, especially as you think about your leadership growth. Oftentimes we have to leave behind the familiar and lean into this discomfort and tune out the reasons in our head and arguments of why we shouldn't do that new thing that may actually make us more effective and instead keep doing what we've done in the past. That is your brain trying to keep doing the familiar things versus the effective things. Okay, that's a little bit of a side note. So we're going to go back to the main topic of this podcast, which is the four insights that I wanted to share. Let me dive in. Number one is that peer support matters more than you might think. So when new managers go through leadership training all on their own, it's their experience, maybe a facilitator, maybe a coach, or it's them sort of consuming some kind of information digitally, right? Online, asynchronously, there isn't a real person engaging with them. But even if there is a person engaging with them, if they're not in a peer group of other new managers, they're missing out on a tremendous amount of learning potential. Here are three things that people going through the Leadership Accelerator will report back at the end that they found most useful by having these group coaching calls where they get together with their peer group. One is it helps them identify blind spots. They start to see things they can't see themselves because they start to listen to someone else and all of a sudden they listen to their example or their experience or their challenge and they start to think, oh my gosh, the same is true for me. I never thought about that. Or... Wow, the way that they describe their coworker, that's exactly how I show up. That's exactly what I do. And I never realized it may have this kind of impact on my fellow employee. And so being in these peer group conversations opens up and helps us uncover blind spots. The second benefit is about validation. When we recognize in these conversations, hey, I'm not alone. We're all going through that same learning process. We're all kind of challenged with the same things. We all have a little bit of insecurity or a lot of insecurities in these new roles. We're all still trying to prove ourselves. It validates our own experience. Another form of validation that may come out is that people will go through and recognize, huh, 
the way someone else is describing it or what works for someone else is actually exactly what I'm doing. So I feel like I'm on the right track. Or we're having a shared experience and you can relate to that other person better that way, but also you're relating to yourself in a new, different way. And then the last part with the peer conversations is we're exposed to different perspectives. The way that you see leadership and what you think a manager should do is the way you think a manager should lead or manage people. It is not how everyone else sees it. And when we're in these conversations, you'll start to recognize that we all have different perspectives and there isn't one that's more valued or more true than the other. It's personal perspectives. And the exposure in the peer groups helps us see that, which then allows us to become a more understanding of other people's perspectives and more compassionate as a result of that. And people will directly translate that back into the workplace where they start to see, hey, I'm becoming more compassionate. I'm becoming more understanding. And I might even start to appreciate other people's perspectives because I now understand better where they're coming from or why they do what they do. And I didn't see that before. But because we're having such honest and truthful conversations in these peer groups, those windows start to open up and we start to have a new, new insights and we can see things differently. So that was the first. Peer support groups matter more than we might think. So in the Leadership Accelerator, we do those on a weekly basis. Over the course of 12 weeks, there is a 60-minute call every week for the group to come together, have conversations about what's going on, what we're learning, and then we also practice the skills that we're developing. As a caring and driven manager, I know you want to strengthen your leadership skills, advance your career, and lead a high-performing, engaged team. And in order to do that, as a leader, you need to lead with a system, not by shooting from your hips or reacting to everyone else around you. To do so, you need to first learn what should go into a leadership system and second, develop your own. Now, the good news is that I teach you one must-have part in your leadership system in a concise, actionable, and yet comprehensive course focused on running successful one-on-one meetings with your direct reports. It includes over 67 minutes of tactical leadership training, plus a set of resources to make this as easy and immediately applicable for you as possible. You can either watch the video lessons or listen to it through a private podcast feed on your phone. You can get your hands on this course, which I want every single manager to have, for a nominal $19 at ramonashaw.com slash one one. That's two times the number one. You can check the show notes for the details or head on over to ramonashaw.com slash one one to get started right now. The second one is that the mindset is underestimated and skill training if is overestimated. Let me say that again. Mindset changes are underestimated and skill training is overestimated. What I mean by that is often and very obviously we look at a challenge in front of us or we're trying to grow into a new role, new sets of responsibilities. We may get feedback. Hey, you need to show up more assertively. You need to be more direct. You need to follow up more. You need to delegate more. You need to leverage your team's strength more. We get this kind of feedback, which seems very tactical. So naturally in our mind, we think, Hey, I got to develop that skill. I got to develop the skill of delegating. I got to learn how do I delegate effectively and how do I do so that 
people are actually delivering the work that I'm delegating and doing it in a pretty decent quality. So I don't look really bad, right? So we may have that thought. If you want to get better at presenting to the company or in the leadership team, we may think, well, obviously I need to just learn how to present better. That skill training, while important, is overestimated. What is underestimated is the mindset shifts we need to make. So what I learned from having cohorts of managers go through this program on a monthly basis is that most of them will come back and say like, wow, I realized how my mindset changed and how I see myself differently now as a leader than I did before. I now realize that with the picture that I had in my mind of what it meant to be a manager compared to how I see leadership today at the end of the program, that is very different. And with that new mindset, the new attitude, the new thoughts that we have, naturally our behaviors will change. And we may think it's just skill training, but that's like addressing the top of the iceberg and not realizing there's a whole chunk at the bottom underneath the surface of the water that's carrying that little tip of the iceberg. We can't just look at the top and think that's it. We got to look below the surface of the water and see the bottom of the iceberg and address that as well. And that is the mindset. That is how we identify as leaders. This is the attitude that we embrace. It's the leader's mindset. That's a huge item and something that's really important to develop, not just to make the most out of like a 12-week program, but also to continue to grow as a leader in a sustainable way. Because without the mindset changes, if your mindset doesn't shift uh, over the course of the program, whatever program or initiative that you take or book that you read about leadership, if your mindset doesn't change, the results are not sustainable. You might find some short-term gains by the way that you present and in the moment this feels great, but you're not actually embracing it as your new identity. And so that is a really important aspect to focus on. And don't be scared away by that. This is not woo-woo. We're not meditating. We're not trying to go inwards and just like sit still in the moment, although that's a good idea, but that's not what we're doing. But naturally over the course of a program like this over 12 weeks where we look at when we change our perspectives and what does it mean to look at a problem from a leader's point of view, you start to practice having that kind of mindset you'll start to naturally shift into that higher level of attitude and and start to applying the leader's mindset. So that was number two. Number three is that it is as important to know what good leadership looks like as it is to recognize for yourself what good leadership means to you. Yes, there are a number of good practices. There's ways to do it and ways not to do it. There's a number of tools and frameworks that are really important to learn early on in your leadership role. We teach all of that inside the Leadership Accelerator. But there is not one way to lead. It's not a cookie cutter kind of deal. As much as you have to learn best practices, you may start to imitate those best practices and leverage the frameworks So first you have to emulate what you're learning. You have to really absorb and embrace what are the best practices, do's and the don'ts. And then you have to innovate or elevate what you're doing to make it yours. You have to personalize the approach, not just based on your own personality type, your personal strength and your natural default style, your natural uh, behaviors and so forth, but also based on the situation at hand. So there are the two variables here. It's you personally 
in who you are and how you show up as a leader, as well as what does the situation calls for. Those are not fixed items. Those are variable items. And you have to be very adaptable to both the situation at hand as well as who you are as a leader. But again, it's two parts. One is learning the best practices so you can emulate that and then you gotta innovate or elevate to make it yours those two things have to go hand in hand and should both be part of a new manager training program it cannot be just like here's i give you the template and this all the scripts and the exact you know step-by-step process although i know we kind of want that it seems like the easiest thing right and then just like oh i just gotta do step by step but that's not enough You'll be stay dependent on that resource or that source who's going to give you the step by step. And it will likely not nearly be as effective as it could be if you made it yours. And it may not feel good either because you're using someone else's script and someone else isn't the same leader. What worked for them may not work exactly for you. So yes, we need the scripts, the step by step. We need the frameworks and the tools to learn what generally works, what are do's and don'ts. Now, with that in mind, how do I make this work for me in a way that I'm going to really enjoy my leadership role and who I am as a leader becomes ingrained in me because it feels good and it feels right, but also because it will make me naturally more effective at what I do. So inside the Leadership Accelerator, we're looking at both angles. We're on one hand teaching the skills, and then we're also providing that personalized support to help you make it yours. We call this uh, your APS method. It becomes your own awareness and the things that you learn, your principles that you personally really resonate with and want to lead by, and then your system, the tools and frameworks you want to use and the processes and the behaviors that sit well with you as a leader in the way that you lead your direct reports. So A for awareness and the things that are unique to you and your situation. P, your leadership principles that feel right and true to you. And then the system that works in the situation that you're in. So offering both parts and providing support is key. Now, the last one is that topics need to be interconnected. Sometimes I see these like short classes. Oh, here's the three steps on how to get feedback. And that is it. Then it's sort of in an isolated way or siloed way is this being taught. And then we don't know what's before and after. We don't really connect it back to how does this tie into performance reviews? How does it connect to employee motivation? We may not even talk about how feedback and coaching connect and are intertwined. What we try to do in the Leadership Accelerator, and this is also the reason why this is sort of the consecutive 12 weeks, to help you show what the whole process looks like and how the different topics feed into each other. So we'll start off in the very beginning with helping you develop self-awareness and awareness of your team through a team analysis and a stakeholder analysis, defining roles and expectations, get really crystal clear to remove any potential barriers. And on top of that, so really connected to that initial work, we then start to look at how do you delegate and how do you manage your time and how do you coach and how can you use coaching skills to give feedback or even how can you use coaching skills to delegate and instill a sense of accountability. These topics are all interconnected and I'm really starting to see the importance for leaders or new managers who go through a training program like this to recognize that these are not siloed topics, but we have to look at it holistically and see how they connect with each other, how the way I coach will influence someone else's motivation, how the way that I give feedback will also connect to how I delegate and ensure accountability in the process. 
the way that I show up in terms of my executive presence and the way that I handle conflict ties into how I influence and persuade people. So while these are on our curriculum, individual modules and individual weeks, we're also looking at it from a bigger picture to see how this holistically works and it's all interconnected and intertwined. So when we have practice sessions and people bring in real life examples, we can see how the different topics all feed into that one conversation or that one example. So I'm going to quickly recap the four insights from running a new manager training program for a few years now are one, peer support matters more than you might think. Two, the leadership mindset is underestimated while the skill training is often overestimated. We have to both know what good looks like as well as making it our own or individualizing the tools so that they feel right and are appropriate for the situation at hand. And then we have to look at the topics in an interconnected way. So one-off work or one-off trainings, they miss out on that aspect. So these are the four main things that I wanted to share. I hope you found this helpful as you think about how you go about your own leadership growth and what you might want to pay attention to. Again, if you want to learn more about what the Leadership Accelerator looks like, because I've mentioned this a few times here in this episode, head on over to the show notes, check the links there. You'll find more information, including all the, the curriculum and all the details by visiting ramunashaw.com forward slash leadership dash accelerator. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thanks so much for joining in. I'll see you again next week. If you enjoyed this episode, then check out two other awesome resources to help you become a leader people love to work with. This includes my best-selling book, The Confident Incompetent New Manager, which you can find on Amazon or at RamonaShaw.com book and a free training on how to successfully lead as a new manager. You can check it out at RamonaShaw.com masterclass. These resources and a couple more you'll find in the show notes down below.